So it used to be like, let's discuss this. Let's listen to each other and let's listen to, you know, what we have to say. And so we would talk and we would, you know, listen to each other and, you know, we would trade ideas. It's gone from trading ideas to, no, you're not right. You're wrong. I'm right. And and you're not going to see it any other way. And And then this other person would be like, well, no, I'm right because, you know, I know more than you. with my guest jackie jackie velas a little bit of my jackie 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 nobody the way we met i wasn't i'm in a i'm in a band when we were playing which by the way i said was because we were idle for a while but as of now we are looking at the 14th of march we did a, a show for a live uh recording with tpr so stay tuned on that uh and uh so we're back so i'm gonna i'm gonna change the vernacular there uh so the last time we pl- when we I used to play a lot with Volcan and we're back and I w- we had a, our shows were huge our shows were huge and I would always see Jackie at the shows and always a one of the big fans that would always show up at the practically every gig right almost every gig there was a couple <laughs> I missed because I didn't get the chance to and to you know and when you weren't there it. From stage, it felt like, oh, where's Jackie? Where, where's she at? You know, where's where, where's she at? Or, you know, because you were that familiar of a face that you that you became uh, within La Cultura and the live shows. And of course, everything locked down, but things are ramping up. So it's kind of cool uh, that, you know, we'll see what that's going to look like in this new era. So, you know, uh, so that's how we met me and Jackie. And uh, another thing I, I've I've noticed about Jackie since since then, especially since we've been in our virtual cubicles, right? Cubicles, right? Um, I I noticed that you're you're a poet. You're a poet, and and you're you've been promoting a lot of the local scene us uh, in via word. You know, I w- I want to invite you at this point share more about yourself and uh, and especially about the poetry. I want to hear about that. Okay, so. Actually, okay, so yeah, we did meet through Volcan, and I just want to say that, like, you guys are great. Um, I do remember there was a time whenever I was in college, I was attending University of the Incarnate Word, shout out to UIW, and uh, I remember I was a DJ there for their radio station, KUIW, Mm, shout out to KUIW. Yeah, Yeah, and so I had my two hour show. And I remember inviting uh, a couple of members from Volcan. I don't think you were there. I think maybe I you had not. some others. I came in late. You probably had some other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and you came in late. So, but I remember interviewing a couple of uh, members, uh, Rich and. Oh, yeah, I was tied up that day. I remember being sad about it. Oh, and Jules and um, Jaime. Those were the three. Mm-hmm. Those were the main three. Shout that out I, to the gang. Shout out, shout out to the gang. I miss y'all. Anyways, yeah, I miss seeing y'all perform. That was awesome. And so through them, I got to know some of the band members. And I think we we kind of like saw each other like a little later and later mm. whenever you would perform. So I remember because I remember there was one time where I think you all were performing at the Pearl. And mm. I remember seeing you. I remember the, I remember seeing you there. So, so I think no, that was, we haven't actually like physically met. It was more like yeah, exactly. I would see you at the shows and you may have noticed me, that kind of thing. And, <laughs> yeah, and, it was one of those and, things. I, and we've more we have met through the virtual, like specifically yeah. observing culture, which is kind of cool. Like I, I post stories, just, you know, I'm just posting stories, just just trying to express. Right. And I noticed you noticed you're, you're like, I see what you see, too. I'm like, oh, wow what's up what's up what else do you see you know so yeah. that's why i was very excited to invite you to the curious observer podcast but as you were saying yes and so yeah i i, I was really intrigued with some of your stories because you would state certain things and i'm like i get that i get that i'm going to comment on it and so i would comment mm. on some of the stories especially whenever you would go live and then you would invite people to kind of like you know give their thoughts on certain subjects i'd be like mm-hmm. oh i'm getting i'm gonna say something sometimes i didn't say things because i'm just like mm, i'm gonna give other people a chance and then other times i was just like well i don't know hmm, i have to think about that and sometimes i'll still be thinking about it. i was like hmm, i don't know if i have an answer for that but um other times yeah i, I would kind of like you know 
verbalize something Boodle like combo. the horse combo. Like in a conversation and the way the poetry came in okay so the way the poetry came in uh i'm not a poet seriously i'm not i just oh, one day was <laughs> i'm not trying to be honest i swear <laughs> no there you was just one time i did so there was one time where i was just feeling like just oh i think everything was just getting to me um and i just felt really sad and for lack of a better word sad and so i don't know i just sat down well technically i'm already sitting down because i'm in a wheelchair just that let me just throw that out there mm. uh but so i was just like there and then i had my phone and i had like these little notes sometimes that are being on my phone so i just started typing i just started like creating these poems and then so one of the poems I, that i created was called melting mm. and so i i just i threw that out there and I just would I shared with some of my friends and I was like oh how, do, how does this sound and they're like oh my gosh that's so deep <clears throat> and then I was like even uh through them I didn't realize how excuse me how deep I could have been I, I had been with that, that you had home. that you have that you have such eye that could be reflective in such collection of words exactly exactly mm -hmm. I see you say so beautifully i, can't, I get I can't you girl i get you <laughs> i get that and yes. so um <laughs> right through <laughs> no so that's that was just one of my first poems and then the snowstorm hit you know because we're in texas and stuff so the snowstorm hit and then after that i was just i felt i was feeling it again like okay i need to write this down because yeah. like this is how i'm feeling so i wrote another one basically like called, how, how would you describe i want to get to it in a bit but just as a bookmark i'm curious what it's like to receive words because it, the way you describe it it feels just like the way i've been feeling you know when when i i write something i don't know where it comes from it just feels like this compulsion where it's like how dare i ignore it but i before we get to that i want to hear what you're saying So, um, yeah, and so the snowstorm hit, and I think it was like maybe about a week later. Um, I was so frustrated because uh, even, it took a week for my household to get water. And so it was, I was so frustrated by that time. I was like, I need to like, write, I need to just let it out. And so I let it out in this poem. It's called One of the Lucky Ones because I realized as unlucky as I was not to have water, I, I was still lucky enough to, I have roof over my head. I, you know, we we had our electricity back and like i have my life and my family has their life and you know everybody was safe and i'm just like and i and i was at the time i was reading about so many things that were going on like people without water people without electricity oh, still oh, people oh. who had passed away because they were just trying to keep warm from the snowstorm and so that's where that phone came from wow. you know i was like yeah yeah I'm, i'm over here complaining that i don't have water but like look at where everybody else is at hmm. you know in texas and some people were not as lucky It revealed how immediately fragile we can become and actually, therefore, always awaiting we are. Exactly, exactly. And so that's where that poem came from. So technically, I've only like written like two poems right now, but I, I am a writer. I do write. There it is. Um, I, you see, it's yeah. done. The I'm vortex writer, is so open. The it's vortex inviting. is open. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, um, I, yeah I, I went to San Antonio College, majored in radio, television and film. I got my associate's degree, uh, graduated in 2016, transferred to UIW, University of the Incarnate Word, and then decided to major in journalism with you know, actually communication arts with the concentration of journalism. And so for a while, you know, um, I had majored in that and then something happened and then I ended up in the hospital and mm. then it was with this life changing moment. And then yeah. I had, I had in the back of my mind, I had already been thinking about like, I really wanted to do an English major as well. And so the closest that I had gotten to it at that point was minoring in English. But after this life altering thing, I was just like, you know what, that summer of 2018, I was like, I'm just going to go for it. So I got in touch with the uh, English department. Uh, they had an English department at that time. Um, and, um, you know, we set up a day and a time for us to meet. And then I, we met up with each other and then we just discussed, you know, how far back I would be set back if I actually added another major and it, it just would be literally one semester led you know left to go like that's good what's extended good? and then that would be it and i was like okay because i was already minoring in english at the time i i had a lot of like the credits so then uh i signed papers and then i was like okay i i'm double majoring now so here i am 
Now I'm a journalism major and an English major. And so I ended up graduating with two BA degrees at UIW. And so um, it was amazing because at that, that time, it was like almost everything opened up for me at that time. Like after that summer, when I ended up uh, signing in, I fulfilled my uh, the rest of the credits for my uh, Com Arts and then English. That year when I was double majoring, so many doors opened up for me. I went to a, a conference in Ogden, Utah uh, for a story, a script that I wrote. Uh, at, uh, yeah, I wrote a script. <laughs> it's not done yet. I, I I literally had like 50 something pages left. I mean, what I hear left, is puro flow. What I hear is puro <laughs> flow, 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 flow. Actually, it was, it's, I have like 50, I want to say 57 pages that I had already written. And I think you know what a, I mean? a certain, I think script form for like, I don't know, like a movie is like, I don't know, something pages, I can't remember. No, yeah, it's like, like 90 pages or something like that. And I, I haven't reached that goal just yet. And I've been what is trying it about, to by the way? So this is loosely based off of the idea of uh, Little Red Riding Hood, right? You know, Little Red Riding Hood, it's like a, you know, it's a fairy tale and everything. Like she's going to grandma's and everything like that. But I made it a little bit more modern. It's basically this girl, she's in her 20s. Her name is Desiree, but they call her uh, Dizzy. And her last name is Red, but it's not like Red, R-E-D, it's Red, R-E-D-D. And oh, like, right. it's like a military thing. She's like a military brat and her father's M-I-A. And so she is kind of like meets up with this group that, you know, her father trusted. And they're like, okay, together, we need to like find him what's going on, you know? And then, of course, she finds out that, you know, the bad guy is somebody that she really cares about. And it's like, oh, you're the bad guy. You're someone I need to be. Oh, snap. And so the way the Red Riding Hood comes kind of, you know, in there is like the other type of big baddie is Wolf Industries, which is like a weapons manufacturing company. And so, yeah, so it's, it gets like a little like, oh, um, you're drawing parallel here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's like partially what's about. And then of course, you know, it's also kind of like family oriented, you know, family, you love family, you know, you, you grow to know and love and care about. And then the family that you just like realize isn't exactly family. Yeah. Like you draw in the, 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 what's personal immediately in our circle. And you also draw a parallel of the recognition of what's so far away that brought, or rather that made dad, uh, you know, the father, the military uh, disappear when MIA and it's like, yeah. and you're using that word, the, the vernacular to draw how immediately it's actually, you could make it so close to each other. Exactly. Exactly. And so uh, I, I wrote a little bit of, about that. And so my English professor, I'm going to, I'm going to give Dr. Mealy a shout out, shout out to Dr. Ben Mealy. Oh, yeah. he, he, okay. He's, oh, he's yeah. a great, he's a great professor at UAW. Wow. He talked to me, he talked to me into doing this uh, conference. In That's an excellent years. teacher. Yeah. Yeah. He talked me to, it was me and two others. And he was like, oh yeah, there's this conference. It's the National Undergraduate Literature Conference. You should, you should think about going it, you know, the three of you. And wow. then he would call me and say, he's like, yeah, you really should do this because, you know, I, I, there's something here. And I was just like, at first I was like hesitant. I was like, mm, I don't know, going into another state. I, I'm, mm, I don't know about that. And he's like, no, I think you should do it. And after some thinking, you know, and, and talking over it with the other two, I was like, you know what? Mm, okay, we'll do it. I'll do it. Like, I, th I think the other two were also kind of like mm, hesitant. And it wasn't until I said something that they decided, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> you know, it was almost uh, like they were looking to me to say something. And I was like, well, that's how you know, right? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> it's like, 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 it's okay, an awaiting acknowledgement that, you know, you see it. And uh, that's a good, that's, that's the beauty of a good mentor of good friends and, you know, a trusted circle where if you're, if you were to just extend the thought and if they can see it too, it, it further amplifies and magnifies the, the, what you notice within yourself. And so therefore it confirms fine, then here we go. And how, how um, much of an injustice would it be to oneself if we didn't, you know what I mean? So you get to see, you get to reap the, the the dopamine rush of yes i listened versus imagine if i ignored 
Yeah, I think he kind of, because at, at the same time I was saying no, I kind of was wanting to do it, but I was like, you know, the negative in me is like, no, they can't, this, you can't do this. And then the part of me is like, but you have to, you have to do this. So I think he could kind of tell that I was kind of like struggling, like mm, she wants to do this, but she's hesitant. I want to keep poking at it. She was like, and Andale. Yeah. No. Uh, and so like, yeah, he talked me into it. I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I had so much fun. It was, it was amazing. And, and that was probably, when was this? probably this was in uh, my last semester. So I, 2019, because I graduated in May, May, 2019. So it's like March, 2019. Mm. And it was so amazing. I will forever be grateful to Dr. Mealy for talking me into doing this. Dr. Mealy. Mealy, right? Yeah. He, yeah. M-I-E-L-E. Yeah. Mealy. Um, anyways. But yeah, I will forever be grateful for him because like it, I didn't realize how much I really wanted to do it until I actually said yes. And I was like, okay, I really want to do this. You know, I was so excited. And, and like, you know, I just, this was once in a lifetime type of opportunity. You don't say no to once in a lifetime opportunities. You just no. don't. And the in, fact in that I was even you. the fact that I was even considering to say no, I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. But I'm my little heart was like, you moron, you moron. This is an opportunity. Take it. Especially because you were so close to it that that part of you was screaming much louder than the other side. That you know, maybe you know, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Uh, I find it that that negative side of like, ah, whatever, come on, really, that can take a lot more precedence in our thinking. But when we can allow the other, like, it, that's always going to be there. It's it's not like that is something that's wrong with this. It needs to be there because it protects us and blah, blah, blah. No, it needs to be there, in my opinion. And the other is it explores the unknown, the chaos, like, well, what if? I see that too. And when you saw the opportunity, it was right there. You see, it's right there and it's all acknowledged. So wait aside, just watch and let's go. Is that, would you say how it, it was along the lines? So after we did, so it was like, after I did the the um, conference, I, it was such a great conference. I loved it. I got to meet authors. I got to, you know, I just, it was, it was yeah, um, it was great. Wow. Jasmine Ward is one of the authors I got to meet and she's amazing. She's great. I actually have one of her books. I actually have two of her books now that I think about it. Uh, but like after, after the conference, uh, I, I just was such on such a high mm. that I was like, oh, wow, I could actually do this, you know, possibly for a living. But at the same time, I was still hesitant. So like, mm, I don't know. And then eventually, of course, I graduated. And of course, after graduation, they don't tell you that, you know, you're going to have a hard time finding a job. So I was like, oh, eventually. Um, so let me backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. When I was at San Antonio College, I actually worked at the writing center at SAC uh, as for a work study. And so I still was. Uh, San Antonio College, right? San Antonio College, yes. Okay. I was still top. I was still. I guess you could say in touch with uh, uh, Jane uh, Folk Hansen, who at the time when I was at work study was running the uh, writing center. And so one day, I think I just like messaged her out of the blue. Uh, I think it was like going to be finals, the, that final semester or something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, and I was just like, oh, good luck you know, administering finals or whatever. And then she was like, there's a position open if you'd like it. And I was like, mm, wait, what? I'm sorry, I did not expect that, huh? And so another, again, so I'm just like, mm, it's a part-time position, but I'd be a dummy if I didn't, you know, do it. Get in. So I filled out the paperwork and then by October 2019, yeah, by October 2019, uh, I was hired. So yeah. I was hired and then um so I had been working there ever since and so I was like a, I'm a tutor I'm a tutor at SAC and so I'm, I'm I work there part-time and um it's great I really like uh tutoring I like helping people mm -hmm. and at the same time that I was a unique guy yeah as, at the same time I'm helping people I'm like but I want to write something I want to do something and then of course the pandemic hit and yeah. so here I am I'm, I'm safe. I'm, I've been at home for like a while. And then finally, um, I get in touch with one of my uh, friends that used to work with me at the, the writing center. At this time, she's like switched over to tutoring in biology. And so 
we're just one day we're just like talking like this and I'm just like I can't you know like I'm just telling her basically that I think I was kind of like in a downward spiral like emotionally I just was like I was sick of just being home and she goes you know what I'm you know what I was thinking about oh, doing at what point of it was this this was in December November December November December this yeah so by that time. yeah this past year 2020 so I was at that time, I was just I was just so sick of everything. And so she had the brilliant idea of like, why don't we just form a group, a writer's group? And so in my head, I was like, okay, yeah, we could just do that. Lo and behold, the second that we do that first meeting, that night, another friend of mine messaged me. She's like, hey, I'm doing this thing with Teatro Esperanza. I mean, I'm sorry, with, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's called Teatro Esperanza. It's like a little workshop uh, with women. And so um, this is, of course, for also the Esperanza Peace and Justice. So it's kind of like attached to that. And so and she was like, oh, we're doing this thing where we get together and, you know, we, we write memoir styles. And I was like, in my head, I was like, because, OK, more, more writing, <laughs> more writing. Let, but let me backtrack a little bit more. So. <laughs> My life is a little interesting in which mm-hmm. there has not been a I moment in my life where I haven't like been introduced to adversity, you know? And so my younger sister, she always tells me, um, you should write a memoir, you should write a memoir. And for years she's been telling me this. And so I would always say, no, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to write memoirs. I don't want to do that. No, every no, time no, you no, say no, that, no. by the way, every time you would say that, what did you also hear in the back of your head? You should really do it. <laughs> Is that funny how you can, I can ask that question and you know, it's there. Yeah. And so, but for years, I've just been like, no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing it. So finally, whenever uh, my friend was messaging me about this in my head, again, stupid. If you don't do this, you're going to miss out on opportunity, you know? And so I thought of, I thought about it. I was like, well, it is kind of funny how like when I'm getting together with this writing group, now this kind of pops up. And so I'm like, hmm, okay, I'll do it. And so now we've been doing like workshops and getting together like how long has memoir. This been? So so I think this started in December of 2020. And, and so isn't it interesting how much of a like now we feel the the mileage of whatever has been happening since into today? We feel the mileage. It's not like that newness anymore. It's like you're in. <laughs> exactly. And so uh so now I'm with uh Teatro Esperanza and we're we've been you know shout out right uh we've been writing like memoir style type of uh essays and stuff and so I I did a reading performance back in I think it was also December I think it was December 21st that I did that so that was my first reading performance that I ever did ever and um how did that feel it was personal it was so personal because it was about some like form of the stuff that I had gone through before mm-hmm. I had, you know, broken out on my own as an adult. Mm-hmm. That's and a, so, that's a, uh, that's a transformational observational remembrance. Yeah. So it's, it was a very, oh, I'm just going to say it, it. It's about my home life and how I basically was kind of, well, I won't say kind of, but because I was abused, it was psychological and uh, physical. And so when I wrote about that portion of my life, it was a cathartic because it's something that I don't really talk about often with people. Only my cl- the closest people who actually knew me at that time know about this part of me because I said something Naturally, about yeah. them. And so very few people know. And so when I did this, it was so cathartic. It was it it was almost like it needed to be told. It needed to be said. It's like and, it's beyond um, you. It was beyond me. Yes. And so I did that. And then um, we're doing more, you know, of this. And so now we're doing uh, some of this for a podcast, for possibly, you know, putting together a podcast for, do it. for our yeah. stories. Yeah, we're doing, so we're doing that. And so, um, so it's kind of like an extension of this original story that I told, but this time it's just going to be audio. Funny. <laughs> so dealing with more writing, uh, that, that group, uh, Mari, Marisol uh, Barrera, shout out to Mari. Uh, yeah. She had mentioned to the group that TPR was doing um, this thing, fight or flight. You know, it's it's for the worst telling or yeah, worth telling uh, episodes. 
And so again, I'm like, wait, was it shit. worth telling? Like, worth, 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 yeah, worth, awesome. worth okay. Oh no, no it's but, called worth. Re- sorry, it's called worth repeating. I mean, worth let repeating. Me, uh, yeah, it's oh, called okay. worth repeating. Okay. Worth yeah. Repeating. So they're doing this thing called worth repeating. And this, this episode is called fight or flight, you know, where basically, you know, you were introduced to something, something made you either do a fight or flight type of thing. Yeah. And so the first thing I'm thinking was remember in 2018, I told you that I had gone through uh, a life changing thing. Well, that was my, I, ha- so first off, like I said, I'm in a wheelchair. So I was born with spina bifida, which means I can't walk. Right. And so you think that that's just it, right? No, 2018, my right foot got amputated because Mm. of an infection. And so um, I had told, I had written, I had filled up the the application for the form for fight or flight. And so that was going to be my little story. I was going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to have to be five minutes. Right. So that's my little story that I wanted to tell. So I filled up that application, turned it in. And I was like, I completely forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. It It's just like, no, I did. And so this past week, I'm on my phone and then I, I receive a text and I'm like, wait, who is this Kim? And so I always saw was the name Kim. I was like, wait, what? So I, I go through the text and then I see it. Hi, my name is Kim. I'm from TPR and you've been chosen to do be a storyteller. And I've emailed you. I was like, what? How did this happen? Wait, where am I? What is this? Is this Dorothy? Puro, am I, puro am I in at the time that needs to be Whatever exactly. that means, but we can recognize. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So um, I saw the I saw the email. I was the first. I saw the text, and then I went straight to my email. I read the email, and I was like, in my heart, just like nearly jumped out of my chest. My stomach started like doing this thing that it hasn't done since I. It's since confirmation. I first... It's a, it's a, your body recognizing. I know this feeling. I've been looking for this, and here it is. Yes, exactly. So the last time I had this thing was when I went to the conference where I just literally had like, I felt like see, I literally had butterflies in my stomach. I felt like, I, yeah. I was just, so it was just like a burst of like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And so I was, I was like really quick on the response. So I, I messaged her back and then she's like, well, you could submit a video or an audio, you know, uh, about your story. And she's like, don't worry about the length at this point. I'll, I'll, you know, critique it and let you know where where you know basically we can improve so quickly like without missing a beat i did an audio version of my story and i think at that time i think it was like a 12 minutes which is completely exceeds the five minute limit right um so she basically you know gave me notes on basically where to improve and so without missing a beat i did not waste a minute i did not waste a day You're just ready ready okay okay i got everything ready and i and i told my story within a five minute limit and then i submitted to her and she asked is this your final do you want this is your final you know version i was like yes this is it i'm done like because whenever i was when i was doing the audio i got so excited that I kept messing up. <laughs> I was like, okay, of now I'm not doing yeah. this version. No, I'm not doing this version. Okay, this is the final version that I'm doing. So, uh, by the way, where is yeah. this? Where can we find this? So, right now, um, not yet. I think okay. I'll, though, I'll probably be hearing something about it Monday okay. because it should be upcoming this upcoming week. So, maybe about Sweet. Tuesday. I want to say Tuesday. So, yes, and- for those who are listening, Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. What platforms can will these be available and accessible? I'm to? assuming that's going to be Facebook because I know she said something about Facebook. So I will it be on YouTube were, too? Uh, possibly. I would have okay. to. I would have to find out. So yeah, I'm just impatiently waiting for her to say something. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to bug her because I think I've already bugged her enough with a, a bunch of other questions. And so yeah. Um, no, let let it. She's she loves your excitement. She, I mean, you're yeah, you're, you're not asking from a point from the. Yeah, you're not you're not asking from the perspective of annoyance. You're asking from the perspective of annoyance le- with annoyance and but like leading with fun. It's like I just want to know. And yes, it might be annoying, but that's not why I'm trying to do. It. I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm just I just want to know. I'm excited. I'm very excited. excited. It's it's just it's it's also kind it's very you have to craft because I have so much to say yeah. that it, it's impossible to get everything that I want to say in 5 minutes and I'm like Ah, this is ridiculous. Five minutes. Why is it five minutes? Why can't it be an hour? I can, I have enough information for an hour, you know? Wow. Well, you know, 
that's why I'm excited that you're involved in these organizations. So stay tuned. I'll be I'll be sure to have those links. Uh, whatever what what uh, what links would you like for me to share? Those links will be listed below. And be sure to follow what Jackie is working on, what she's what she's crafting, what she's finding and making available. That's not just hers, and it's really uh, unifying ours. Is that about right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, right now, everything is just currently in the works. I have in no the work. just As of yet. right now, we are we're marking time. It's the fourteenth of March, twenty twenty one. Whenever this is released, I'll be sure to I'll be sure to have those links below. Stay tuned on that, y'all. I'm excited. My goodness. I'm. Excited too. I'm, I'm <sighs> Look at that. So look at the time frame of imagine going let's 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 speak on in terms of on in terms of lens, like the lens of 2018, right? And into 2021 and how much we can change and how much the world can transform. And you know, I that's that's exactly why I was excited to share conversation with you because from afar I've seen you as a as a watcher of our shows, you know, I love your energy and you would always, you would consistently show up in this with the same smile. I was like, man, I wonder what it's like to see through your eyes. And especially since the world transformed underneath, underneath our feet, it's, and then watching the kind of, you know, everyone's kind of sharing their thoughts and wonders and questions and, you know, and, and that's, that's reflective of, of our own explorations. And to hear along, along aside from all that, there is a manifestation from within yourself that is transforming. Like, have you seen that a uh, meme where it's a, it's a, it's a caterpillar and a butterfly and the caterpillar is having coffee with the butterfly and, and the caterpillar asks, man, you've changed. And the butterfly says, yeah, we're supposed to. And I think you, ex you're exemplary of that. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for letting me. Yes. And so I can't wait. So stay tuned on that, y'all. And, you know, that gets me excited about asking me, uh, sorry, um, for me to present a poem to you. And I'm curious through those eyes, what what comes to mind for you, especially from the perspectives that you're coming from and are continuing through? Uh, I, was, I really like the response that you posted, if you know I'm talking about, the one you okay. shared, which, by the way, thank you for your shout out. Uh, may I share that poem for you right now? Sure. Yes. This one's called Tribe Vibes. Remember? And it goes like this. And I invite your eye and you're welcome to thread from the things that you're speaking of just, be just before this conversation at this point and take it away. So it goes like this. How unique did anyone initially receive news? Do we remember that very first digestion of any political view? That first, hmm, that is a good point. How it grew to become, that has got to be voiced. And even the justly, something must be done about it. And yet, in conflict, we find ourselves divided by it. What gets fortunate enough to enter the gates of our mind? How does it factor into the convictions reflective of today's tribes? Jackie, what comes to mind? That is still an excellent poem and I really, really do like it. Um, I really do like how uh, you describe the, this poem. I think my favorite line is that, um, and hold on. <clears throat> the and yet the, in, in conflict, we find ourselves divided by it. Mm. Um, that, that's true. I feel like we've become one of those. We, so it used to be like, let's discuss this. Let's listen to each other and let's listen to, you know, what we have to say. And so we would talk and we would, you know, listen to each other. 
and you know we would trade ideas. It's gone from trading ideas to no, you're not right, you're wrong, I'm right, and and you're not going to see it any other way. And and then this other person would be like, well, no, I'm right because you know I know more than you. I'm an expert, which you know sometimes people think that they're experts, but they're not really. They just and, and it, it's okay to you know mix someone else's idea with yours, but you know try and find some sort of real fact-based information before you say something. And I think that's a lot. What a lot of people don't do nowadays is that we don't we we just go with the first thing we see. It's like we Google something, like Google seatbelts. Uh, are they safe? And then we see like a a blog saying, oh, the seatbelts are not safe because of blah, 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 blah. Because so look at the stats. That. Yeah, look at the stats on how many deaths and we need to we need to abolish. We need to abolish exactly. seatbelts. Exactly. So they'll take that first thing that they see and be like, well, I read in this blog and the first thing. And it's, it's like, true okay, and it's a, a fact blog. and that, 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 yeah. And it's like, okay, first off, it's a blog that you read. So that's a person's opinion. That's not actually fact-based. Uh, their statuses might end up being, you know, the statistics might end up being something from like maybe their own family members or something like that and nothing outside of it, you know? Mm. And so that's that's where I think that we kind of get um, a little blind to our own um, information. Yeah, you know, like I noticed that too. Like I notice, even like I'm at the point where I just I kind of just don't want to care, but we kind of have to because it's whatever is by not following it's it seems as though it's it's encroaching onto our doorstep, and and it shows and it appears from from different sides as you know it's justified and the the other side views the uh, like the opposing side is also justified and isn't it just so curious to witness the you know there, there's justifications facing off instead of like you mentioned earlier uh where's the where's the 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 conversation and instead there's a willingness of for why i have i have the the facts on my side so that justifies me to even wield the sword of disparagement and even almost, you know, uh, just, this is what it looks like for me. Just like, I see arrogance onto each other. I'm like, you know, I don't think, does that help? I don't think it's helping because it's, it's, it's further fueling. Exactly. And it just reminds me of this. I think there's a quote out there that says it perfectly. We don't listen to, we don't listen to hear, we listen to respond. Like we're not even listening to the other person's like views or point. We're, we're, we're just kind of like getting ready for our response. We'll, like we will, we'll be looking for a trigger word or something. And it's like, okay, that's the trigger word. That's what I'm going to respond to. And it's, it's not like listening to actually listen. It's yeah. listening to just to understand. be like, okay, what can I, how can I tear this person apart? What trigger words am I going to use to tear this person apart? Right. And it, that's basically what it's become. It's like become, how can I tear you down? Mm. Not how can I listen more and pay attention more and maybe take what you're saying a little bit more serious than I would originally. Mm-hmm. You know, and wh- how, how would you say, what's been helping you feel grounded Especially, I, I I admire the the story that you've you've where you your journey, and I'm very curious. You know what what helps you feel grounded and recognize that hey, uh, like it's clear that there's there's an effective recruitment of of tribes, and they're at it at each other, and it's like whoa. Uh, how can I not be part of that? And but yet, how can I still recognize the valid, the validity, validity, validity of such points that are out? Uh, sometimes I do think that I actually get sucked into that. You know, where it, yeah, it's it's in a, it's unavoidable unless, of course, you just avoid social media entirely, which. I don't know. Like some people actually do. Some people are like, I'm taking a hiatus. There's only so much I can take. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for taking that. Have you seen Social Dilemma? I have not. I have not. Oh, 
Shout out to Social Dilemma. It's a must. Very much along the lines of what we're talking about. Yes, you were saying. So like, yes, like I said, some people, you know, have to pull themselves away from that social media, you know. Um, and it's funny because it's funny that I talk about social media now. I, like anytime before 2014, 2015, I was not a social media person. I did not have any social media whatsoever. You try and look yeah, me up for me any time before then. <laughs> I did not have any social media. I, did, I didn't do Facebook. I didn't do, of course, I don't think Snapchat was around that at that time, but I didn't do MySpace. I did I had, I did nothing what? in terms of, no, nothing in terms of social media. It's almost like I didn't exist. It's wow. hilarious because like That's, one of my things is called existence. Anyways. Interesting. My, no, but in terms of virtual, the virtual, uh, virtual my virtual the, virtual, the I, newfound I no virtual, virtual existence. I had no virtual world at the time. So, you know, it's kind of funny how, like, I, I used to be like, oh, I'm never going to be that person who, you know, uses Facebook and, and just has to post all the time. And it's fair that you Guess can feel what that way. Girl is doing. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, I think it's transformed because I felt the same, that thought of, like, I'm not going to be that like that. And yet, you know, every, it's as though the way we get into the the virtual playground, per se, it's everyone has their own use of it. It's not like the way we viewed those people, whoever the, those people were when we weren't as active. We viewed those people as like, ah, they're just doing stuff that's, ah, who, why would you be doing? Ah, we like, you know, we have that judging kind of voice of like, oh, come on, come on. And then we find ourselves in it. And it's like, oh, it, they're not doing it. Well, maybe they are doing it for the other reasons that I would not do it for. But the it the social media is such a wild west of a playing field that you could build your own city and however you make it and you build your own routes and you build your own trade routes it's like it's your own space it was a wild west so would you say not would you describe it along those lines too or a little different wild west me hmm i don't know <laughs> i i I guess I would. No, I don't know what I would. What, what's it what's as. the fork in the road when it comes to the the analogy of Wild West? As in, you know, it's you know. I just think of little tumbleweeds, just like tumbleweeds. I don't know. I it, that that's kind of. I weird. guess the reference of well, Wild West is not the necessarily the the emptiness by itself. It's the 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 immensity of freedom in terms of anything goes, even the not so pretty. It goes. It's there, and it's yeah. like no, no, no ifs or buts. It just is. In terms of well, Wild West, although I do, I do kind of think of like that's how most people are when they're they're talking to each other like online. It's like like a gun swinging kind of thing. Like who's gonna Ooh, shoot first? That's a good one. <laughs> I I can recognize that. You know, it's I I noticed that there's this. So when someone posts, make puts a post that's like, oh, it's gonna invite controversy. I hear, yeah. Wow, What's up, Doc? all of a sudden, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That's funny. <laughs> I don't like that maybe not me personally but yeah i sometimes i feel like you know it's it's like cue the music cue the like dun 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 that's like so funny show. so so going back to um if we may uh along the lines of by the way quite a quite a hard turn on that uh from the story i wanted to invite the momentum of your story with this poem and here we are uh in, in because you have such momentum in like the the unfolding of oneself the real self-realization right it's and especially through a time where there's such pulls left and right up and down left inside and out it's like what helps you stay grounded so gra stay grounded i want to gravitate toward i want to gravitate the conversation towards that how do you help yourself okay. stay grounded grounded along your self-manifestation self hmm. well i think the I guess I'm always con well. I guess I'm always concerned about the way I word things because I don't want to offend anybody. Mm. 
So in that way, I'm just like, I'm a little too aware of not just me, I'm too aware of everybody else's thoughts and feelings. I'm like, okay, I don't want to say this because then I don't want to insult that person. I don't want to say this because I don't want to insult that person. You so know? It's like you but, notice the, it, it, it's where it's fair because it sharpens your, what your tongue, your, your thumb. But at the same yeah. time, you also notice that if I do that too much, I'm choking myself and I'm not breathing. Exactly. Um, I, I think another part of me that stays, that, that keeps me grounded is just, I'm one of those people that, and if you can tell, let's, I'm doing it right now. Um, I, I try, I, yeah, I, tr I process. That's what, that's the word. Yes. I process the information first because I want to say not necessarily the right things, but I want to say, uh, I want to be able to respond in a way that makes sense that will not keep the person confused. And the good thing and is that you're able. I am sometimes, sometimes, unless of course I get angry, <laughs> then the tongue turns into a knife. <laughs> <laughs> then the, the tongue turns into a knife don't get so what don't. helps you keep your uh knife in uh, to sustain it's it's uh what's the opposite of that uh to become a little cushion <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, yeah that that <laughs> make yeah my knife my knife my tongue goes from a sponge to a cushion um here first off it takes a lot to get me angry. It take, I'm one of those people that like, I'm like a punching bag. I will take a lot from people and set a certain point. And by the way, this can be days, weeks, years. At a certain point, I will just be like, that's it. I've had it. And I think that's the bad thing about me is that I absorb so much that when I've had it, it'll literally come out of nowhere. It will be like, it, it's going to be like, in the middle of like, you know, the sea or the lake, you're fishing, it's quiet. And all of a sudden this wave comes and that's me. That's me right there. Like, tsunami. I'm, tsunami. I'm a tsunami. Jacks. Yeah, I'm a tsunami. Yeah. So, and part of me thinks it, it's kind of not a good thing because the, I need to be able to voice my opinion. I need to be able to voice my hurt if I'm hurting, but I need to be able to do it in a way that's healthy. But I, like I said, I'm like a sponge. I will absorb, 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 absorb until one day, that's it. I've had it. I'm done. You know what? I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious what you mean by absorb. Would you describe absorb in terms of like receiving information? I'm, I want to know what's going on from this side and this side or absorb as in like there's like uh like something is just instigating, instigating, instigating. Man, there's so much instigating. You know what? You know, or how would you describe it? It's a little bit of both, actually. It's it's receiving information, and I'm like, okay, um, I'll think about this, you know. Or or sometimes it's not receiving information. Sometimes it's like, you hope, are you there? And then it's like silence. It's it's like very silent, and you're like, mm, okay, I'll try again later. Are you there? Like, oh, and then the lack of responses infuriating to me like okay oh so you checking on others and there's no response is that what you mean and that's basically yeah basically what i mean um that's my pet peeve that no no response is my pet peeve like if you're busy let me know mm -hmm. because then i'm gonna then my mind starts to take Ooh, over so check this my, out oh go for it i don't want to interrupt uh, so my then my mind starts to take over and it's I'm one of those people that I don't like to make people mad. So my if I even sense that you're mad at me, my mind's gonna take over and be like that person's mad at you, don't talk to them. And I'm like, oh crap, did I do something? Did I say something? And so I'll give them room and then eventually I'll check in on them again. Hey, how are you doing? What's up? We haven't talked in a while. You wanna do a video chat? And then zip. Nothing. And I'm like, okay, I must have done something. What did I do? And then I start backtracking in my brain and it doesn't think into there's nothing. And then I'm like, okay, something meant to have happened. And I'll try again. <laughs> nothing. Is it Not fair to ask? Is it a fair question to ask oneself? And this is this is gonna be like a like a fair blunt question to ourselves. Like, sure. should I care? Like, should I care that someone feels that way? Like, should I? Because it's hurting me. And maybe yeah. that's a defining indicator, like. If it hurts me more, then it's clear that it's not hurting 
it's there's no efforting from them what does that mean sometimes i do think that actually sometimes i'm just like maybe i should not care the 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 downside of that right there is that i'm also the type of person who cares and i care a little too i i don't know if there's maybe it's the clarification of care because obviously we care for that person but in terms of the okay there's there's there isn't that reciprocation from of of uh of a concern from from the other onto thyself right so it's like okay well if that's not there there therefore that's just an ind- indication i bid you well i bid you well but i'm i don't see why i need to trap myself into feeling this way because it's just digging me you i say? could do that i could do that but see this is where the tsunami comes okay, in here it comes here it comes okay. this is the story that the tsunami comes in because then it's then it's like well yeah and then because then my first off my brain starts to overthink you know and then it'll start to pick apart you know, certain things. I'm like, well, at this time, yeah, a little library of, of like, well, at this point in my life, this person did this. At this point in my life, this person did that. At this point in my life, and then all of a sudden, this little piece of information stacked up become this ginormous dictionary or this ginormous <laughs> encyclopedia binder. binder. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Boom. Like something happens where I'm just like, that's it. You get a text from me, an email of some sort that's just like, blah, 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 blah. and by the way, blah, 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 blah. and it's a, that's the tsunami. Or, or, or if I'm physically there in front of the person, I will blow up in front of their face. I will just like completely be like, do you know what it's like? To... And then I'll just start going off. And then they'll just look at me like, okay, what did, what brought this on? I was just sitting here eating a taco or something like that, something weird. How would you and, describe and then, the 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 resolution from such peak, right? So that peak, there's a liftoff and then there's, like, would you say that after reflecting at, at, at the aftermath, is like that was mm-hmm. worth it? Or would you say that it's always or sometimes, what was I thinking? You know, why did I do that? Why did I let myself? How did I get here? How would you describe yeah. Oh, that's me right there right there that latter part that's me like that that i don't start doing the actual like real thinking until that has already passed and then it's just like well maybe they really were busy oh maybe they maybe they were going through something maybe they just didn't Ooh, feel like talking so that brings me to a point that i want to bring up earlier uh what newfound patterns in terms of social behavior that is is shown through, if I may, that's reflective in uh, through social media, right? Especially because you can see how someone, someone, you can see the, oh, they're active, right? And that's new information that used to be alien, that, that used to be distant impossibility. It, it, it's, a, it's almost like a dream, the fact that there's a knowing unto each other even people who haven't met, like for example, you and I, we haven't met. You can we can see that green light, and and even this, I I done the, I've done this uh, mini experiment with friends, and it's like okay, uh, I noticed that your phone is in your pocket, and and when I when I look at my phone, it says that you're active now, but you're not, you're not, you're totally not, and it's like minutes and minutes. And minutes is not something small, like in in terms of active now, active now is hot, is right here, right here. You are here, ready. If I get it, if you get a text, hey, why, you're ignoring me, you're ignoring me. But uh, that's not true because it could be something real quick. And all of a sudden it activated the system and refreshed it. Now green light for the whole world for how long? I don't know. I haven't checked to see how long, but it's long enough to suggest that it's not true you're not active now but on the other side it creates these onto others tension. into yeah tension, tension. or it, it could it could be tension it could be wonder doubt. it could be doubt it could be what did i do wrong it could be and ultimately it could also be right along all those what is nothing <laughs> nothing exactly and it's just i hate that that's the other thing that i never think about that like because it's happened to me too where it's like i'm literally not active and somebody will message me and be like hey it says you're active i'm just like it was like an hour ago yeah you see what i mean no, I'm not. 
I'm not, Would you I'm consider not social media, therefore, social conditioning? Sometimes, yeah. Actually, yeah. Not even sometimes. Yes, I do. It's 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 a it's a type of conditioning. Like I never used to be like online that much. Never. And now I'm like I feel I find myself like constantly, you know, checking, 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 checking my on, phone. On this note, I want to share a poem that is exactly that hits the note on this. And I, I was I was wondering like should I do this one or the other one? But we're talking about this. I think it's going to be right on it. If I may, you said checking, checking, checking. Pick it up right there after this moment, if I may. It's called The Landscape of Today. It, by the way, it came to me on the 2nd of March, 2021, 6.17 a.m. It was a Tuesday. It goes like this. Much space within the occupation of our attention. Imagine it were suddenly vacant. Where would we find its salvation? Pinging here, buzzing there, information giving us a holla from now everywhere. How distant has it now become the absence of such landscape? May there be more recognition of its hunger to not let us escape? Could we see at play the hidden layer of misinterpretation? What holds this whole landscape altogether? The invisible realm of Communication. Checking in, checking in, checking in, checking in, as you were saying. What comes to mind? Misinterpretation, dude. Yes. Like, I feel that so much. There's a lot of misinterpretation. And, you know, as good as social media can be to keep people together, it can also be this firewall. Dismantulation. Exactly. You know, tone is the thing that's missing a lot of the times from typing and commenting or responding to somebody through a messenger or even a text, you know, and it can be misconstrued sometimes. Sometimes like, okay, take the period for, for example, you talk about misinterpretation, <laughs> take, take, take the little, you know, punctuation period, right? Sometimes that little dot at the end of a sentence through text or through messenger oh, I can be interpreted as that person's mad at me. Like this. That person. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> what did I do to make that person mad? They used the period at the end of the sentence. Did I make them mad? In case you're, if you're listening to this on audio, what I just did with my face, I did like a very serious face and it does create that vibe of like period. It's like, yes, I'm here. Period. It's like, or whatever. Yes. Almost but in actuality. Like, too. like, yes, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. And like, and emotion is missing from that. And it, 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 so many times it, I've misconstrued that period as, you know, that person's mad. And even I've done it where my sister will text me, hey, what do you, do you want this for lunch? And I'll literally put yes. And then period at the end of it. And then she'll be like, are you okay? She'll literally text me that. Are you okay? Yeah, I thought you were mad at me. Well, no, I'm fine. It's, it creates a precedence where it's it's actually suggested don't use proper grammar. Don't use a period. Exactly. And I say yes, it's like, that. yes. I've learned to try not to do that. Sometimes I still do that. But it's, you know, I think if certain people do understand that I'm using the period as a, just a sentence ender, that hopefully you'll understand, but sometimes I'll use it as, you know, I mean, even though I use it as a sentence, sometimes I think that they'll think she sounds mad. <laughs> she sounds upset. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Yeah. And so that's, it's great that you use interpretation in your poem because a lot of that goes on. Man, so and much. 
And we see that reflective in all levels. That's just, we could get down to the very bullet points of the period to the like macro micro to the macro of no, this view is right. No, this view is right. No. Yes. It's like, what if everyone's right and wrong at the same time, but we just keep anchoring and the anchors blind, especially creates a short circuiting in when there is a exchange of thumb because, well, I got these facts. Well, well, these facts are this and that. Well, these facts and this and that. Let's take a little bit of this facts and then a little bit of this facts, kind of merging together. Yeah, like how to about create we create this new fact? Like over fist, because when we talk, it's like yes, yes, they're facts, but oh, damn, dude, we're we're this is getting bloody. How about this is gonna sound cheesy, but like, how about we give each other a high five and hold hands? I know as lame as that sounds, but let's be metaphorical here. Let's hold hands in our communication. Imagine how much communication would change if it was a cultural norm. Are we going to have discourse? All right, let's hold hands. <laughs> I'm just thinking on the spot here, but imagine imagine how much it would change. Like, okay, if we're going to have conversation, let's hold hands. And okay, what's your view? <laughs> imagine that. Like, what's your view? What do you think? Oh, well, I think this. It makes, I'm, I'm reminded by, are you familiar with the Chinese finger trap? That, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, that's... Well, you say, no, no, well, this and that. Well, you know, I'm, I want to come up with a better analogy and I'm going to show how you're wrong you are and I'm going to be proud about it. And I'm like, well, hold on. Well, I think that's dumb and this and that. Look, you know what's happening, right? We're, we're still stuck. And are we about to hear a pop? Like, that's not good if we're... That, that means things are tearing. The fabric of society is tearing and we're contributing to it. And... Hey, let's, let, where, where's that vibe coming from? Can we put that aside? Well, that's just the way I talk. Well, that talking is certainly cutting. And I recognize that you feel that way. Knife. But can we talk? Long as a knife. La lengua corta. But, you know, ultimately, as long as things stay in the tongue and not in the sword, or anything that's reflective of the sword, like a, like the physical affliction onto another. As long as it stays in the tongue, anyone could talk however they want. It just certainly clutters. It clutters the emotions and all. What comes to mind with that thought? <laughs> so we talked about like how you know the tongue can be very you know much a weapon, but so can the tips of the fingers because that's where most of our talking comes from. It does. You know, we do, we turn our little fingers into knives and we just, with the stroke of a key, we're sitting there insulting somebody, not fully aware of what exactly we may be doing to them mentally. You know, it's like Ooh. a lot of these words, you know, even if, if it's the slightest, like, oh, go jump off a bridge or whatever, that could carry some heavy weight to somebody who suffers from, you know, uh, basically, like some type of depression or, you know, some type of other mental illness, you know, that maybe is not expressed through, you know, social media, you know. And sometimes I just feel like we need to watch it because we really, you know, they say that words hurt. Yes, they do. Not just verbally, but, you know, through our little fingertips. You know, it's it's like pulling the trigger of a gun, you know. You don't know how much that bullet's gonna impact them. It could be it could injure them a little, maybe they'll be fine, it could kill them. But ultimately it's damage. It does a lot of damage. And um it's 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 pretty how how can I say this? It's um not just hurtful, but it's immensely painful and we don't understand the drainage it does on the yes yes dude yes that that other side we don't know what's going on well no jackie i i i appreciate we got to have you on again i want to i want to ask you a final point here a final question but before before we go into that Thank you for coming out and sharing your story, sharing the momentum over where things are going. And I'll be sure to have that below where people can follow. 
socials. Where can people find you before I share this last question? Go for it. Okay. So I have a, I do have, I have two public, I have a public and a private page. So privately on Instagram, you can follow me at PoeGirl247. What was that again? PoeGirl247, P-O-E-G-I-R-L, the number 247. That's my private account on Instagram. Publicly, if you just want to see me like post about like events like Volcan going on TPR, you know, just follow me at jackspage underscore S-A on Instagram as well. And of course, also follow my Jack's page on Facebook. Uh, It's just Jack's or at Jack's or at Jack's page. Mm-hmm. Um, just follow that on, uh, that's Facebook actually, that's Facebook. And then of course, a uh, friend requested me on uh, Facebook, uh, Jackie Velez, uh, V-E-L-E-Z. Um, I will be p- appearing on TPR. Look for that on Facebook, mm-hmm. go to TPR's uh, Facebook page and it more than likely will probably appear there. So you can go on TPR to do that. I also uh, will be doing a podcast uh, group, Esperanza Peace and Justice. So they'll like their page as well. And hopefully that podcast will come through uh, Esperanza Radio. So yes, uh, that'll be through Esperanza Radio. And of course, uh, let's see what else. I'm on Twitter as well. Same as my uh, private Instagram. It's pogirl247, P-O-R. P-O-E-G-R-L-247, the numbers. Um, so, yeah. So those are some of the pages you can follow me at. I got to ask, Poe as an Edgar 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 Allan Poe? It's a double thing. So, yes, Edgar Allan Poe, but also because one of my cat's names is Poe. I have two cats. Well, there it is. Well, Jackie, thank you for your vibes. Here's the last question I want to ask. How can we be advocates of peace through our words? Through our fingers. The same way that you would probably, you know, do the damage is, I think that's the way you could also stop the hemorrhaging. You know, here's something you can do. Literally just think before you type something. I know that you think that typing is just like, oh, let's just be just typing words. It does feel good at the time that you're thinking it. But I guarantee you, if you let that beat of a moment pass, that will pass. You, you know, you, you sit there with that itchy finger waiting to start something and you're like, oh, okay, now I'm going to pick a fight with this person because they think this, but I'm going to tell them this. Let that moment pass for like a minute, maybe two. And I guarantee you, you'll, you'll just be like, nah, it's not worth it. Because in the end, it's not worth it. It's not go- worth it going to go do damage to somebody else's like Reach self-esteem or, you know, mental, you know, status, you know, it's not good to do that damage, you know, literally just think before you type something, you know, give yourself that break from social media. If you need to, I have had friends that have done that. Like, they're just like, nope, I need to disconnect. And we do, we do need to disconnect. It's like the matrix. You kind of need to undo, can disconnect yourself from that virtual reality. You know, and go and you know do something with your real reality. Yes. Go and We're in donate the time your time. Time to watch. Yeah, go donate your time with San Antonio Food Bank. They need your help. Yes. Go donate your time with uh, Esperanza Peace and Justice. They need your help. Uh, go donate blood. Go donate plasma. Go, you know, donate find your time things with- where people would find value in the things that through one's actions. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. It's, it's the little things, you know, like donating your time, putting some efforts in your own relationship, you know, uh, spending time with your own family, spending time with your pets or whatever, you know, go, even if it's just to go watch TV, that's maybe not a form of disconnecting, decide, but yeah. still, you know, it's family time. Go do that, you know, find a way to create something that you're proud of instead of going to go destroy something that is just literally... It's like, yeah, for you, it's two seconds of, you know, verbal attack. But for that person that you're verbally attacking or you're you're attacking on social media, that's going to be a lifetime of like, they're going to replay that over and over and over in their head. And and let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's be good people. Dropping some, dropping some love bombs here. Thank you once again, Jackie. Stay tuned. Follow her work. Until then, we'll see you soon.